ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted Weston. I am here with an all-male crew. Ref Thick is out doing Ref Thick things, being all thick and beautiful and whatnot. Uh, Ivy has the Roni 5000, so she is, uh, she's on the shelf for a, a couple of days here. And uh, Kevin is still suspended. So we're here doing, doing the show without those three. Nelio, uh, believe it or not, folks, I had negotiations with Nelio this week which is crazy. Um, we, we may have a Nelio sighting in the next month or so. We'll, we'll have to see, um, which, would be, which would be fantastic because I would love to have a Goldberg show where we talk all about Goldberg with Kevin and Nelio on the same show. <laughs> I'll, I'll be awesome. Yeah. I'll see myself out for that one. <laughs> um, so listen, we're going we're gonna to do our thing. Uh, please, please, please uh, remember to go and like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us across all the social media platforms at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, please remember to give this video a thumbs up and uh, leave us a comment in the comment section. Let us know what your thoughts are on the topic, which I'm going to get to in just a moment. Um, remember to go to Water Maneuver, grab your merch, uh, and go to CCW's website, ccwrestlingfl.com slash events to get all of your tickets for your upcoming CCW shows. Let's get a move on here, folks. So, we are uh, doing another talking shop-like segment tonight. I know we just had one that came out on Monday this week. Uh, we're doing another one tonight uh, for you guys because we had the war game style. What, what's it called in, in AEW war games? Blood and guts. Blood and guts. So that's that actually happened when this video comes out. It will have happened. Yes, you know, it will have happened this past Wednesday. Um, and then when this video is coming out is the day before money in the bank. So we're going to do a talking shop style episode. And for those of you that don't know what talking shop is on our channel, it's uh, when we sit and dissect like what, a how a match is constructed and what its purpose is in the context of the wrestling company. And we're going to do that uh, about money in the bank, the money in the bank ladder match here tonight. Um, and so we're going to, you know, we're going to kind of talk about some different things. Uh, I'll give a very brief overview of what the context of the match is. Um, and then we'll talk about uh, some of our favorite moments and how we think it's been used most effectively. Um, so let's, let's talk about what Money in the Bank is. Money in the Bank is a ladder match that typically has six competitors? Six to eight. Six to eight. And... At the top of the ladder is a briefcase. And in that briefcase is a guaranteed title shot at any time against the world champion. Okay. Um, for one calendar year. For one calendar year. I think it expires at Mania though, doesn't it? Now it does. But it's, Now it does. They, they used to hold the Money in the Bank ladder match at Mania to start right. usually. So, right. But now right. it's its own pay-per-view. Right. Which we can talk Premium about. Premium live event. Sorry. Premium live event. Okay. <laughs> Um, I hate, I hate when they made the gimmick matches into their own pay-per-views. It's like <laughs> elimination chamber, hell in a cell, money in the bank. That's great. 
Um, <laughs> the only one that should that should happen for is Survivor Series and the Rumble. I'm just putting that out there. I'm upset there's no Punjabi prison match pay-per-view. Listen, you just – OG, <laughs> you just willed that into existence. That's my you favorite. You willed it into existence, <laughs> and I hate you. The cost of lumber is way higher than the cost of, like, <laughs> rentals. You're not so. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, um, and there's a men's – now there's a men's match and a women's match. And, a, and the winner – takes the contract they can cash it in they run down they hand it into the referee the referee says we're starting the match ring 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 and uh and then they can try and pin the champion to win the championship um as of this date i think that the the turn-in rate for the person that wins the briefcase when they when they turn it in to win a championship i think i heard on raw they said the the current success rate of that in the booking is 85 percent. so 85 percent of the time since the inception of money in the bank in 2005 um you know, 85% of the time we've seen the person that wins the briefcase has won the championship. Um, has, it gone, has it gone down that far at this point? <laughs> it has gone down that far at this point, yes. Um, but, I mean, considering that it's it's 17 years old now, like this match yeah. is, is almost a legal adult. <laughs> you know, the, the, this this match is an, almost a whole person. <laughs> like, yeah, hard to um, believe it's been that long. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, let's but let's dive in a little bit here. Uh, OG, I want to hear some of your thoughts about this and where we're at. So, like, the, when they first started this ha- and having it be, like, the quote-unquote opener for, for Mania for so many years, I thought, it w- like, on, on, honestly, it's one of the, the better ideas that WWE has come up with mm-hmm. because it not only it, do you have the rumble that builds you up towards Mania, but then after that, you have you have a whole year that you have to build other people towards. And that, that is a way to kickstart your build uh, afterwards to, to give someone else a shot at, and at, at the time it was a shot at either title too. Now, I think at one point they were doing one for, for both shows. If, if I'm correct, which was, yeah, they were insane. Yeah. But um, at that, and if a, the cool thing was if a raw if a raw person won the belt, they could go to SmackDown, cash in the belt, and win the World Heavyweight Championship at, at that time. So like it, it it opened the door for so many more possibilities. Yeah, it's um, and and I think we've seen along with those opening doors, right? Um, I think we've seen some people. I don't want to say they've become. I don't want to say they've become true stars, but they've broken out of that shell a little bit in this oh, match. I mean, the match has definitely made some legitimate stars. Yes. It, yes. It has. You know, Shel- Shelton Benjamin, this is his game. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is what he was built for when, you know, back, back in the earlier days. Um, Edge. I mean, yeah. Edge, Edge's whole confluence of events leading up to this match, and then turning in that cha- turning in if that it, briefcase if for it his wasn't first championship. For this match type, who knows if Edge's career would have taken that next big leap? Right, right, exactly. Uh, Cuz, what do you got? So, 
the real good thing about this match being on WrestleMania was I don't know what the rate is for the guys winning the Rumble and winning the world title, but nine times out of ten, that's not obviously a real figure. But for the most part, most of the guys that won and run the Rumble are usually the guys that are getting the big push. And this is a way to give a push to another guy who busted his ass all year long. And it it used to be like it would give like a real good build to guys especially guys that like seemed like they deserved it and everything like that. Cause like a lot of the times it was guys that, you know, people were like, Oh, thank God. Finally. Or like guys that needed that extra bump. And, you know, sometimes it's, you know, not the best choice for the guys that they've had, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I think out of all the choices that they've had for the money in the bank, especially in terms of, like, storyline and everything like that. I think there's only been, like, one or two guys that I've disagreed with winning the money in the bank. Mm. And, you know, for the most part, it's been guys that, like, I thought were in line for it, deserved it. And it's it's one of those things where it's, like, an added element of surprise where it's, like, is he going to cash in? When's he going to cash in? Yeah. It's gonna be now. It's gonna be now. It's gonna be now. Um, and like I was talking uh, earlier in the thread, like you know, Edge. Edge was a big guy that um, they couldn't find a spot to kind of give him that push, and they pretty much like were like into the frying pan with him. Like I remember. Uh, God, I want to say it was like maybe a couple months before the Money in the Bank when he won. Um, he was working a program with like Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And the reason mm-hmm. why they were putting him in that program was those guys thought that he was the big star that he turned out to be. But Vince and the guys in the back were like, okay, well, if you think he's so good, you help him get over them. And that's why he was having matches with them. Right. Um, because up until that point, they were worried that he was going to be like the next Chris Jericho. Not saying that Chris Jericho was bad, but there was definitely that like glass ceiling for a real long time of Chris, where like he was right there, yeah, right there. And they pretty much went out and gave him the rub and everything like that, and then they proved themselves. And then if you watch when he cashes in, Vince says to him, "Prove everybody else wrong." as he's walking to the ring after he hands the briefcase to him because Vince was the only one that was really backing him winning it the first time. Right. But, um, like for the misses, like I wasn't really down with Sandow winning it. I was more hoping that Cody would have won it that year. I'm not a fan of guys just getting shot put into the world title scene without mm-hmm. winning any, like, secondary titles first. So, like, there's been a couple of times where they've catapulted guys that I just think didn't really work out. But each their own. Yeah, I think I think there's um, there's a significant correlation between who we see winning the match. And it's because of your – if I seem distracted, I apologize. I'm actually going through right now – and and uh, 
writing down the list of everyone who's won here. I'm kind of perusing through the, uh, through the wiki um, for, you know, in the, in the descriptions to talk about who, uh, who won this thing. So I'm, uh, I'm pulling through that right now, but I, I think there's a significant correlation between the winners um, that you see and the pushes that are given uh, especially in these, in these first couple of years. I mean, you had Edge, you had RVD, you had Ken Kennedy, you had Punk back-to-back, yeah. right? Um, then here's your, first, here's your first one that kind of falters, right? I mean, Ken Kennedy kind of faltered, but he just didn't I mean, get over. stop dropping people on their heads. Right. Yeah. Um, swagger. Swagger won, mm. you know? Uh, and then there was that, like, weird year where they did it for both SmackDown and for Raw. Right. And so there was a, a SmackDown money in the bank and a raw money in the bank. And so Kane yeah. and Miz both won that year. Um, it was the same so, thing the next year where Del Rio and uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, exactly. It was, but that, uh, see, but the funny yeah. thing is that show was so overshadowed by what happened in the main event that night that right. nobody even remembers who won, who won money in the bank that year. Right. Exactly. So, so there's, there's just this huge, um there's this huge list of people that have just been absolutely superb and have gotten the push on the men's side on the women's side i i don't feel that way um bailey was already a huge star she didn't really need the strat you know need the money in the bank to win the strap they gave it to her anyway um you had carmella it was kind of wasted. I feel like her, I feel like that she could be a main event women's wrestler. She's got the look, she's got the moveset, she's got the ability, but See, you know, the, that win is also kind of funky. Maybe, not now. Say again. I said in the early two thousands, maybe she could have been in the main event scene for the women's. Now she's got that like kind of Ted DiBiase like character to her where like she'll win, she'll weasel her way into winning. But like for the most part, she weaseled her way into winning the money in the bank because it was elsewhere that grabbed the the briefcase, not her. Right, right. Um, and then who won it that next year? Uh, yeah, I mean the women, the women's money in the bank match has not been around as long as I thought it has. Honestly, no, it's only been since 2017, so it's only been five years. Because after Bailey won, it was when Asuka won and that was that was the the COVID year where they were throwing people off Titan Towers and yes. committing murder during the match. Yes. Yes. Hot tape. Has the women's title become the WCW title of two thousand in terms of how many times it's changed over the past couple of years? Um I think the fact that there are two of them doesn't make doesn't help they have they had a thin division of women who could who were legitimate that could carry the title and it means something and they had two of those titles so the amount of changes they were making were kind of like um when they used the WCW title to legitimize people on WWE TV i mean they that's how they legitimized Jericho that's how they legitimized um Booker T you know um they they did that all by using that WCW title and they tried to do the same thing with the women's championships, I feel like. Um, so I think that there's definitely some, some credit there. Yeah. So, it's uh, like tough. 
Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, let me, let me get to you, buddy. I don't want to, I don't want to cut you out of this conversation. I want, everybody wants to hear what the new mouth of the South has to say. Oh no. Uh, what you guys were bringing up was great. I had to go look at it myself as you guys were talking, because there's been so many winners. Uh, I mean, how could you forget the Miz? That was a guy that comes to my mind that really got, he was established, but that really got him over. I, I like the anticipation of the match. This is one gimmick, mm -hmm. uh, angle that I actually enjoyed as I was trying to think of the word to describe it that you know it's got that element of shock I think going back to it and you guys will remember the Monday Night Wars I, I was a mark for that stuff so I, I like that I like mm -hmm. how you build that you get the fans really engaged and that you know the Miz I mean we had Asuka I really was a fan of her winning it I mean even you talked about the women's that's somebody else that I, I had to look up and kind of do my research uh, that I, I thought it did a lot for not that she needed it but it just it's a plateau like you're saying with right. the booking it just elevates right. him more and i think i just i actually like this match a lot of people would think oh he he likes the old school stuff but yeah i, I do like some of the new school stuff too a lot of that's just part of my gimmick i mean i, I do actually like a lot of these events surprise but uh and everything but that, that's all i've got i mean you guys brought up a lot of great points i think uh did Lesnar win? That's somebody else. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm oh God, that, that infamous, that infamous, <laughs> that infamous Ali yeah. just sitting on the right. top of the ladder for four minutes while Brock made his entrance <laughs> and he could have taken the, the briefcase down and ran out of the arena. In instead of just, yeah, the briefcase is right in front of him. Instead of just unclipping it, he sits there and watches Brock come all the way down, come up the ladder, knock him off the ladder, and then go up and grab the briefcase. <laughs> And we were seeing shades of the Brock Lesnar character that we're all loving, too, because when he dancing with the uh, money in the bank? Uh, Brock, the party. The, Brock party. Yeah, Brock party, yeah. So I, I got to admit, I had to look at all the winners because they've had so much, even if it's not been that long since they've had the concept of money so, in the bank. So, so here's, here's something else for you, okay? Um, people that I think that this was wasted on, Right. There are some people I think this was wasted on. Jack Swagger, yeah, waste. I was going to ask who was who who is your miss because uh, Cause kind of said who who his was. Swagger, miss. Swagger. Alberto Del Rio, miss. Okay. Sandow, I loved him and I loved him teasing he was going to get a shot, but we all knew he was not going to win the championship. Miss. Okay. Um. Baron Corbin, huge miss. Worse than Swagger yeah, miss. His fault. I think he got a... Here we go. Here we go. When you're looking at your misses, a lot of the guys you're spot on about, but you also got to remember like the guys that just said something really stupid, and that's what pulled the carpet out from underneath them. Because before he said those comments about the troops... Like, he was right up there. And then the moment he mouthed off at the, the veteran, it pulled the carpet out underneath. Okay, but but there's never been a time when Baron Corbin has been on my screen where I haven't been like, oh, this is a perfect time for me to take a nap. Okay, it, it's every single time, Mike. Every single time since he came on my television the first time, I have taken a nap during Baron Corbin's matches. You know, see, but, know, see but the thing is, but the thing is, I actually agree with Mike here because going into the match that year, Corbin is Corbin is the guy that wins that match. It's his fault. He's the miss, though. Yeah. Yes. 
that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because as much as I've I've loved it, Big E is a miss winning winning this match. Unfortunately, he's just a miss. Yeah. Braun Strowman, miss. Um Carmella, don't you dare say don't you dare say Otis is a miss. Carmella both times, <laughs> miss. Um Bailey was good, Bliss was good. See but the weird thing was the weird thing was I think oh, both no. of them cashed in the same night. They did. They did. Both they Bailey did, and they did Bliss it back, cashed in the same night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I kind of liked it. I just wish it wasn't the women's both times in a row. Uh, yeah. All right. Because I think I heard you correctly, but I, I just – I'm taking my glasses off. I'm going to just put pressure on my sinuses as you say what you're about to say to Will. Go ahead. I think, I think Otis was a miss – but they correct it once they got the real analytics back. That's where, like, I feel like analytics were kind of harmful for wrestling. Oh, this was kind of missed. Prior to the Money in the Bank match, like, the most popular wrestler on the show ratings-wise was Otis, but that was also during the pandemic. And, like, don't get me wrong, he's great, got great ability and everything <laughs> like that, but that's, like... That's like Vince saying, like, oh, they like ice cream? Let's bury them in ice cream then. <laughs> That's what he said. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I had a joke. <laughs> I was about to say it. But I held myself back. I held myself back. That's another. That's an episode that already came out. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, Nikki Ash. Waste. Big E. Big Waste. Miss. And that's that's the odd thing is that they haven't been using it correctly the last few years. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, like honestly, it's kind of like the King of the Ring. The King of the Ring had like a great track record into until Billy Gunn won it. Yeah, <laughs> until Billy Gunn won the King of the Ring, and The Rock cut that promo on him. Because <laughs> he didn't want to work with him because he didn't think he was that top guy. It was almost like game over for it. Because then, like, the next year they had Edge. And then the year after that they had Brock Lesnar. So there was, like, that one black hole. And I think it just drugged down, like, the prestige of the King of the Ring. Did you call Billy Gunn a black hole because he's an ass man? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we want to know. At the time, was oh, he the one at the time, he was the one Billy Gunn, but we all know that he's really an ass man. So yes. <laughs> you caught him black hole because he's, ass, because he's an Billy ass man. No. Just, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page here. That's why I make I hate sure everything. But, and Ted, with you, I can't agree with you on Del Rio being a, a waste. Me too. He's such a piece of shit. Well, that's the thing. He is, but as, as a person, time, yes, he is a waste. Like, Twenty-minute matches. Yeah, he's but, not, not a good but, character. I mean, but he's a giant, but he's a giant piece of shit. And I would rather see so, anyone else. I would take ten Otis's over an Albert, Alberto Del Rio getting their shot. Would you rather have Baron Absolutely. Corbin win it then? Yes. No. <laughs> Absolutely. What we know yes. what we now know about him. Yes, he's a piece of shit. But back then, he was something that was like sorely missed on that card. Because other than him. 
what other heel could drag out the good matches that he had with a lot of the guys? Yeah, they they were missing that ever since Eddie passed away. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, Eddie really yeah. was the formula. That's, and that's the unfortunate thing is because like he's a good in ring worker, but out of that ring itself, he's just com- a complete piece of shit. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. My friends that are uh, that are watching on YouTube, comment below. Let us know who your misses were that have won many money in the bank, and let us know who you think is a bat in a thousand that they they one hundred percent deserved to win money in the bank. If you are uh, listening on a podcast platform on Sportswire, if you are uh, listening or watching on Northeast Sports, whatever, hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast W R E W I N D P O D C A S T. Remember to go check out all the past episodes. Give us a like, comment, share, subscribe, and uh, my friends, we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio.